Welcome to Hashtag Parenting Who Podcast, a podcast intended not just for parents or caregivers, but individuals seeking guidance around challenging behaviors or recurring and negative patterns in your life. Hashtag Parenting Who Podcast aims to have you asking, who am I parenting here, my child or myself? This podcast has a vision of you, the adult, stumbling upon a new relationship with the child you once were. Parenting is no easy task, but it doesn't have to be a burden. We are happy you are here. I'm your host, Julie Clark, child and youth care practitioner, registered psychotherapist and trauma therapist. I want to break down barriers related to stigma and seeking help for mental health. If something in this podcast resonates with you, I urge you to reach out to a licensed or registered healthcare professional. Don't go at it alone and let's get started. Hi there, it's Julie and we're back at it with a student intern series. Our goal here is to continue to demystify psychotherapy practice. I thought this was a great way to get to know uh, new psychotherapists and the personalities behind those who choose this work and or maybe how the work chooses them. So I wanted to combine the professional and the personal to share with those of you that are still on the fence about what is psychotherapy, what, you know, what does it do, who is it that does this, And I thought what a great way to elaborate on that is with a brief interview with some new psychotherapists. So I'm going to be asking for questions uh, generally with all of the interns that I do the interview with, asking them why they choose to train as a psychotherapist, what maybe they were most uncertain about before their internship started, what surprised them most during their internship, and what they would most want listeners, you all, to know about starting psychotherapy for the first time. Because in a way, they're doing this, but sitting maybe on the other side of, I was going to say the table, but we're not normally doing psychotherapy with a table in between. Um, so yeah, I hope that you enjoy this series. Leave your comments and let me know if this is, if this is something that you'd like to see more of. Enjoy. Hi, Alicia. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you so much for joining me on the Student Intern Series podcast. And um, I'd like to get into it with you and start by asking you, tell us why you chose to train as a psychotherapist. Yeah, so while I was younger, I actually really wanted to be um, a teacher at first. And um, that was because I, uh, in in the school system, it was it was quite hard for me to like fit in and and uh, feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make it like a safe place for all students and and change the school system a bit to incorporate mental health. So that's that's what led me to taking my bachelor of uh, psychology at Carleton. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I just fell in love with the counseling field and learning about human behavior and um, it it combines like helping people and also the psychoeducational piece. So Mm -hmm. I thought it would be a a good idea to pursue counseling and um, give uh, people of all ages a voice to to say what they need to say in in therapy. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's funny because I actually very briefly um, thought about teaching because I wanted to work with kids when I was choosing my undergrad. Mm -hmm. And I thought, no, I want to work with the the student that, you know, is in the corner and needs the one-on-one attention. But as a teacher, appreciating the fact that that's not always going to be possible. And so that's what helped me realize, no, the teacher role isn't for me. So it's interesting how, you know, obviously our, our school age years do really inform us in certain ways. So it's great to hear about your journey in that way. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt the same way about like, um, adolescence. I know it's a time of like, trying to find your identity and a lot is going on. So I was very passionate about like um, learning more about um, that field uh, to help like adolescents and to help Mm -hmm. like build um, their identity and give them a voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what were you most uncertain about before your internship started to becoming a psychotherapist? That's a good question. Um, I think for me, uh, when I was in school, we would learn all about these like different theories and and how they work, but we didn't really necessarily learn about like the practical skills for counseling. Mm-hmm. So I was I was really scared about like getting in my head and not knowing what to say in the moment. And um, I'm someone who likes to plan and predict. And I know in the, in the counseling room you can't always do that. So. It, yeah, I was like very stressing about about that. About bridging sort of the knowledge, the academic knowledge into the clinical world and the real life experiences. Yes, exactly. And mm-hmm. yeah, and just like being in my head too much about what to do and what to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, definitely the internship is a great place to test that and to challenge oh, yeah. that and to grow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure, but are you working with a, like a youth population in your internship? Yeah, I'm, um, I specialize in adolescent therapy and then also like adult couple and family. So, um, a whole range of different, uh, people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I find that, um, when you're talking about like not knowing what to say and sort of being, uncertain about that for your internship when you're working with with youth or or young children it's really one of those skills to learn as you go and kind of you know be on the fly with things and just kind of like take it you know one minute you might be heading in this direction and then nope the kid you know the child comes in with this issue that happened at recess time and it's like no none of that plan is going to go accordingly we have to switch gears here so do you find some of that in in the work that you do with youth oh yes of course and and sometimes like uh the biggest one of the biggest things I've learned is um sometimes you don't even need to say anything like Mm. just being there and holding the space for for clients and adolescents is Mm -hmm. is enough because um yeah I don't know like in in society it's very much like okay we gotta fix you we gotta we, we got to find solutions to, to, to treat you and make it work. And Mm -hmm. sometimes people just need someone to, to be there and and listen. I'm really excited to hear you say that. And I'm curious (laughs) if, 
the next question I was going to ask you is what surprised you the most during your internship experience? And then having just talked to me about what you were most uncertain about and not knowing what to say to then unfold to this, like, you know, not having to say anything and holding this space to me, that's like a beautiful sort of growth experience for you as an evolving clinician. Oh yeah. Like I feel like a whole different person after my practicum, like in terms of, of confidence and, and self growth. Um, and, um, also like, I feel like I've learned so much from my clients to be able Mm -hmm. to use in my practice and in my personal life that it just, I don't know. I feel like it's a beautiful process. It really is. And I'm getting all kind of like warm, fuzzy feelings when you're (laughs) saying that, because I I think that um, until unless you embark on a journey, like an internship and, or choose this helping profession, it's kind of difficult to put into words exactly what you just said, that, that growth and um, even just the confidence and learning from your clients and not, it's not taking, just to clarify for people listening, it's not Mm -hmm. taking from our clients, but learning. There's such a depth at which we're privileged in that chair that we sit in with our clients that it, you know, the ways of, um, knowing people, it informs us in ways that, you know, we're learning new things, whether it's about, you know, specifics or ourselves in general, like you're saying you grew as a person and that's to hear you say you're a whole different person. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And I, I didn't expect, I, I knew like, um, that there will be like self-growth and and learning in the practicum, but I didn't expect it to be like that big. And because my practicum was eight months, so mm-hmm. I didn't know it would it would change me as a person in just eight months. So oh. it was really cool to see. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> and the final question today, Alicia, what would you most want listeners who are listening to this podcast to know about starting psychotherapy for the first time? Yeah, so I think for for um, uh, clinicians, I that kind of leads us into um, like understanding clients and and learning about clients. I think one thing that my supervisor had said at the beginning is. Um, if you don't love your, your clients, you don't understand them. And, um, that like has, has stood with me for all my practicum Mm -hmm. and, um, just, it helps with like the counter transference. So if you're feeling like angry or sad towards a client, um, it, 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 um, it incorporates like, sorry, uh, feeling like, um, sitting there and and actually recognizing where they're coming from and that makes you understand mm-hmm. them a bit more and mm-hmm. makes you love them a bit more and mm-hmm. um i think another I love thing what you're is, doing a bit more too i imagine yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then i think another thing too is trusting your your gut um in session uh and that goes back to feeling um like you can't get in your, you can't get out of your head. And Mm -hmm. I think like just trusting your gut and and knowing that you're, you, you know, your client the best is is, uh, one of the best things to take away too. Mm -hmm. And empowering the client to advocate for themselves because they ultimately know themselves best too, right? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The client is the expert for sure. Yeah. 
And the, um, I like, you mentioned it a couple of times that, that getting out of your head and it's one of those things that, you know, we're human too, just like our clients. And so mm-hmm. to, to normalize, even just this conversation that we're having to normalize for people who might be listening that I always say, like, I'm, I'm not, you know, an authority that sits on a high horse because yeah. we're in a room together and I'm a therapist and you're coming to me with obstacles that you're trying to overcome or goals you're trying to achieve or challenges that you're having in your life. Um, I'm a human and I'm a person too. And and sometimes I get stuck in my head. And so having done this for uh, many years, that's something that I really normalize for people in session. And um, I think it's important to kind of equal the playing field a little bit in that way. And I think that mm-hmm. clients really appreciate that. So Yes, I definitely agree with that. Like in, in my first sessions with clients, I always tell them like, you know, like you, you feel awkward right now. I feel awkward because mm-hmm. we're just building the relationship and um, you're telling your deepest, darkest secrets mm-hmm. to, to someone, mm-hmm. uh, a complete stranger. So mm-hmm. it's okay to feel that way. And uh, mm-hmm. I think it really um, allows them to take a breath and and know that it's okay to be nervous. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's a process. And so helping them kind of ease into that process is an important piece. So for sure, especially when they're starting psychotherapy, maybe they've done it before, but you're a new person. So they have to orient you or maybe they've never done therapy before and you're providing some context and education and information about, you know, what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like, what it's going to be like while meeting the client where they're at. Yeah. And I think that's another thing too, like some clients or, or some people who haven't done therapy in, in, uh, yet or have had bad experiences with other therapists. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to kind of say, um, that we won't go to certain topics that you don't feel comfortable with or we won't push your body, um, to limits where, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of, we don't have consent yet. Um, cause mm-hmm. a lot of, clients come in and feel like they need to talk about stuff that they don't want to talk about, or we're going to force mm-hmm. them to talk about certain things that, that they really don't want to go to. And I think mm-hmm. it's really important to say like, no, we're going to honor your bodies and not go there until mm-hmm. you're, you're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And helping them to learn how to honor their body in ways that the body might be saying, no, I don't want to share this right now, but feeling getting in their head, feeling compelled that because they're sitting there, they're likely, it's a fee-based service and they're likely paying for it. And so they're feeling like they have to get their money's worth, so to speak. And therefore I must, you know, tell all the things. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So there's that like negotiation that happens at the onset. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, I feel like I've learned a lot and I, I can't wait to keep growing and keep learning. And um, yeah, this is a beautiful um, field of work. <laughs> mm-hmm, definitely. Very much so. Well, thank you so much for taking time out on a Saturday to chat with me and best of luck in your career. Yes. And thanks for having me on here. It was a pleasure talking to you. Great. Take good care, Alicia. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me today. Please remember that information provided in this podcast is not therapy and is not a substitute for receiving help. 
from a licensed or regulated healthcare professional. For more information on this episode and links discussed here today, please see the show notes. Please also visit my website, which includes more resources and social media links, as well as ways of getting in touch with me at julieclarktherapy.com.